0: Hello and welcome to episode 29 of Sometimes Heroes. My name is James and I'll be your game master. Let's introduce our players. Hi, I'm
1: Mark and I will play Giege, the human shield bearer fighter.
2: Hi, my name is Molly and I play Eden, the human sorcerer. Hi, my name is Amanda and I play Galena,
3: the dwarven bard.
4: Hello, my name is Eric and I play Sten, the half-orc barbarian.
3: Hello, my name is Winter and I play the elf druid Sariel.
0: Last time on Sometimes Heroes, you guys arrived in the city of Hamels Crossroad, got some divine intervention, and decided to come talk to some movers and shakers at a gambling hall. So
1: this is the gambling
0: hall? Yes. This Even is... Even
1: though the sign looked like a theater?
0: The sign is two faces, one happy, one sad. Inside of each mouth is a uh. die, and the happy face has a six showing, and the sad face has a one showing. Okay. You see a lot of well-to-do, but less pillar-of-the-community-looking-type folk walking into this building. At the front of it are two pretty surly-looking mercenary-type guys. One is a hobgoblin, one is a human. The lot of you stand in the street.
5: Galena walks up to the doors.
0: Oh god, she's really doing it. The guard on the left, the hobgoblin, looks down and says, You here to perform?
5: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: All right, uh, you might have to wait a little while. We've got someone in there already, but you're welcome to come in. He gestures okay. at the door. Wow, she did it.
5: She turns around and gestures at um at the mall, and she's like, "I've got my band with me."
0: Uh, he looks specifically at Sten before saying, "What exactly do they play? Drums?"
5: Yeah, he he's drums. Um, she points to Eden. She's dulcimer, and she points to Sariel and says, "She's." Uh, lighting, and, and then she points to Giesh and says, he's our manager.
1: Okay, roll a deception. I would like to say that whole time Giesh is doing that, like, grit, teeth, not very convincing smile. He's like, oh god, I this is terrible. This is not gonna work.
5: Is it deception, though? Because it's not entirely a lie? I mean...
1: Yeah, aren't we kind of a band at this point? I'm
4: gonna
0: say this is pretty deception-y. <laughs> I feel like you're judging our performances. Maybe. So-
5: So, um, I rolled a, a, Galena has a 19 in deception.
0: He shrugs and says, weird. I don't think I've ever seen a group like this. You're bound to make a splash. Have a good one. And he just jerks his thumb back.
5: She, she waves at them (laughs) again to follow her.
0: Okay. You all pile into what you can see now. The, uh, name of the establishment ingrained above the wall is Coralon's lucky coin. Corallon being the name of the god of music and adventure and magic. The room is full of what look like some fantasy version of craps and blackjack. There are numerous well-dressed people around. Some of the employees look over at you and nod. They are universally young and attractive men and women, halflings, humans, elves, and hobgoblins. There is a second floor you can see ahead of you with a stairway up to it. It appears to be a viewing area of a small... uh, a small stage where there is a halfling performing reciting some sort of poetry.
5: Oh no. What does he look like?
0: The halfling on stage is well-dressed. He has tousled brown hair and brown eyes. He is wearing kind of a loose tunic with a big gold chain down the front of it, which has the word refrain on it.
5: Oh no. Uh, Galena looks obviously incredibly annoyed and, um, sighs in a very frustrated way.
3: Sariel glances over. Is something wrong, Elena?
5: That guy is an asshole.
3: Sariel raises an eyebrow. Go on. Uh,
5: well, he thinks that we're rivals, and whenever I run into him, he always challenges me to something, and he's really desperate to prove that he's better at music than I am, but it's so untrue. Suddenly. <laughs>
4: Suddenly, Stan is feeling like he shouldn't be accompanying her this evening.
5: <laughs>
4: so as to drag her down.
5: <laughs> no. Uh,
1: if it's okay, James, I'd like to take a look around the room. Uh, how many guards are there? And, and how well armed are they? And stuff like that. Because he's just starting to feel more anxious. He doesn't really like being in criminal dens. Last time he was in one was, was the Indicot one. And the party had already wrapped up. Because Yanni tore it to shreds. Kind of felt okay there. Mm,
0: that makes sense. There are, as you can see from the door, six guards, two of them next to the door. You could see they are almost in the doorway, so they could see both ways. There are two just sort of standing at the wall, clasping their hands in front of them. And there are two more at the second floor balcony, which crosses the room in the center. They appear to be guarding a private table that is overlooking the stage. At the table, you can see there are two gentlemen.
1: And where is this at? It's on the second floor balcony, and that crosses the center of the room. Okay, then he will share that with the rest of the group, and then just say, "You guys know how I'm kind of like, uh, I guess, socially clumsy." Yep. Yeah. yeah. I-, I, 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 might have a harder time here. I'm not like good when I'm around a lot of criminals. Uh, I end up kind of acting like Sten and hey fashion heads. in. well, you do. I only do it, dude. Be proud okay, of your work. fine. Be proud of your work. All right, but anyway, yeah, um, just. I'm going to try and keep this together. But yeah, I point out what you told me, the balcony and what I assume is a private table.
5: Galena mutters something that sounds like nobles are just another type of criminal. And, and then looks over at, at um Eden and then kind of goes red. And she's like, but not all
0: fight the power. Damn. That was close. Eden. So- do you have any response to such a thing?
2: No, no, I'm just going to uh, go along with it. I'm very flattered by the comment that I'm honestly going to take as a compliment from Galena.
5: Yeah, she 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 didn't mean to insult you at all. She
2: no, it's okay. I I totally, I honestly believe me. Growing up around the people that I did, I get it. It you're, is okay.
5: You're woke. I am so <laughs> woke. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so wait, I'm confused. Geez, are, are you leaving? Or are you staying? But but begrudgingly.
1: I'm I'm staying. I'm just telling you guys. I'm a little. I'm a As the party.
0: Continues to just stand in the doorway. One of the mercenaries behind you says, uh, "There are other people trying to get in. Can you move along?"
5: Oh, sorry. Uh, where do, where do we go to uh, prepare for the for the stage?
0: Uh, we don't really have a back room, but there are some free tables nearby. Okay. I mean, unless you need to
1: warm up, which I guess you should go back out in the street.
5: <laughs> we don't we don't need to warm up. That's that's fine.
1: All right. Uh, Giz will put his arm on her shoulder and coolly be like. I'm I'm the manager. I'll I'll we may need more. we'll we'll see we'll we'll take care. Of it. Thank you. And and while a moment ago he was nervous, like strangely it's like a switch has gone off in his head, and he now speaks with like complete confidence in his interacting with someone. And really, what it is, it's it's just him going kind of into servant mode where he's just like, oh, I need to interact with this person.
5: I knew that manager was a good pick for him.
1: All right. So where does the party head in this building? You guys have your map. Giju asks Elena, what is your plan? You really wanted to go here, and now we're here. I'm surprised we're here. I'm surprised they even let us in.
5: Uh, Well, uh, honestly, I just wanted to get in and see if I could hear any whispers about who's supplying, and she kind of lowers her voice, who's supplying the the drugs to the people. But now now that I see, and she looks over, and her eyes narrow, she looks over at Refrain up on the stage. She's like, "Uh, just uh, a part of me wants to... (laughs) Ugh. <laughs> she just makes some noises and then she shakes her head and she's like, okay, let's just do, do what we're supposed to do and look for, talk to people about where the drugs are coming from, I guess, in, the, in a smart way.
1: So really quick, out of character, James, the drug is called Devil's Dream, right? Uh, it has a couple names, Devil's Dream, Purple Gale, Nibble, Wave. And that is the stuff that we took to uh, help save Sariel?
0: It at least does the same thing. You guys don't have a whole lot of information on it besides having taken it one time. Okay.
5: I forget, did I, I rolled a really bad medical roll last time I took it, but can I roll like another medical roll to see if I remember anything about this type of drug that I may have come across? Sure. Galena rolls a 26 in medicine and I'm assuming it's like what basically is going on is that she, she thought really hard about the descriptions of the drug again and recalled some more information about it that she would have come across based on her medical history
0: okay the only way you could have done better is to crit you've hit 25 pretty much the max roll that you can get on these things devil's dream is specifically cultivated in the underdark there are caves that stretch throughout the earth beneath you further than any traditional mine goes where creatures alien and misunderstood live the devil's dream as a resource, is very hard to find because it only grows there. It is even harder to find useful Devil's Dream because Devil's Dream is both connected to life and death. And so you have to know whether each mushroom connects to the Shadowfell or the Feywild. You know that the only people who can do this are the Myconid, the sentient mushrooms that live in the Underdark. Do you relate all this to us?
5: Oh, um, yeah. After she says to you, like, uh, oh, we should we should keep our ears open for any any mention of this stuff. You see her think really hard about it. She shuts her eyes in a way that looks like she's concentrating. And then she opens them again and looks at you and says, um, and, and relays basically that in a quiet voice saying, I remember learning about certain types of hallucinogens that are connected to the Feywild and to the Shadowfell. And then she tells you about the uh, the myconids yeah she basically relays what he said to you and says that she thinks that we should keep our ears open for any mention of things like that
1: you're telling me there's mushroom people
5: uh out of character i am as surprised and excited no, i know
1: no i know, I know.
5: <laughs> but but in character she's like yeah i've never i've never met one as far as i know but i've read about them
1: he just looks at eden and sariel but not asten because he figures Sen's probably never heard of this and he says do you guys know there are mushroom people Sorry, kind of
3: shrugs.
2: It's not something that I remember hearing a ton about in the past. Seems a little weird to me.
0: You've all probably heard about them in myth, especially those of you who are book-educated.
2: I have heard about them in myth since I am <laughs> book-educated.
0: <laughs> probably Stan has never heard of them. Probably Giesh has never heard of them.
1: Wow. Okay. Um, so is there like a table we can post at just that's not surrounded surrounded pay people so we have like a degree of
0: privacy this place is not doing crazy business right now you can definitely find a there are a couple gambling tables that are not occupied at all but have a employee waiting at it patiently sort of looking at you or you can find a table next to the uh, stage to sit at
1: uh, you know what James am I able to see the two NPCs sit in the balcony
0: yeah those were the ones at a private table with the guards right. near them but I'm saying I can see their faces. If you go up the stairs, you will be able to see their faces. Oh, darn. There are other empty tables near them. It's not unreasonable that you can get close to them.
1: Okay. So I'll then say to the rest of the group, what do you guys want to do? Are we actually going to put on a performance? I mean, if I say that we need to go warm up in the alley, we can, you know, bail. We don't have to put on a show.
5: I mean, I'm always down to perform. I know Um, you
4: are. I always seem to accidentally end up performing, so I don't, you know, it might happen, but I'm not
0: wedded to the idea. I don't know if they have a dulcimer here, Eden.
5: Uh, James, how's the audience reacting to uh, Refrain?
0: Ah, you listen for a moment, and he is telling the hobgoblin epic of this family whose daughter falls in love with a commoner, and the commoner kills himself to protect her from shame. And you can see, just as you look around the room, a couple of elderly hobgoblin men and women just like shedding a single tear, keeping a stiff upper lip
5: she scoffs and she's just like ugh, oh, that's that's such an old that
3: he really needs some new stuff
5: nothing like the classics she just snorts when if she hears somebody say that she's like Psst. uh
3: before we go too much further last episode Sariel rolled to see if she knew much about Sasan's father mhm and i don't think she related that at the time um, but now now in this place and kind of kind of reminded by Galena talking about you know things to look out for She's like, oh, so about Baron von maltush We would be looking for a, uh, a stocky, very uh, masculine hobgoblin. Does, does oh. what
1: colors his hair or his eyes? Does he have a mustache?
3: From what I remember, he's quite hairy. So yeah, we're looking. We're looking for a stocky, a uh, red-haired hobgoblin.
1: If he's
5: here.
3: If he's here. If he's in the company of a uh, a young woman, we should probably stay clear.
5: With that young. Woman, be um, be the sister?
3: Possibly. Sissong okay. seemed to think that she would not enjoy our company at all.
1: So what what are we doing? We're going we're to gonna scope this place out, try and get information, and then put on a show?
3: Uh, Galena um,
5: sort of shrugs, and she's like, well, we don't have to perform if you guys still want to.
1: Galena can
0: tell that Refrain is about halfway through his set. You guys probably have about 15, 20 minutes before he's done with whatever he's doing right now. Stan, Eden, what are we doing? Look, don't go don't at look me, at me, man. me. Yeah, I run up on stage and hit things. That's about it.
2: And if there's no dulcimer, I'm going to have to improvise a tap dance or something because <laughs> I d- I'm not trained in any other kind of performance. I'm just warning you.
5: Uh, uh, you don't, do you happen to know loot?
2: Uh, not particularly. Uh, I wish. I, I mean, should... I, could, I could try, but it would be really bad.
1: Mechanically out of character, James. She could play a lute, right? It would just depend on her role. It's one of those
0: things where just because Eden has had a traditional upbringing, it's understood that she has had like a passing familiarity with most instruments.
2: Well, I mean, string instruments, when you get down to it, I mean, how different could they be? You know what I mean?
0: Right. She could play chopsticks on all of them.
5: Uh, Galena's eye twitches just slightly. (laughs) But but she likes Eden, so she's not going (laughs) to argue.
2: I mean, I don't want to draw any unnecessary, unwanted attention towards the group, if you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, all this attention and being in a place like this is making me extremely nervous.
3: So, okay. can you duck out before Galena's friend notices us? Well, He's not my friend.
1: Right? Now you know how I feel.
0: <laughs> Do you guys want to scope out the
1: place for this uh, Baron Von Maltisch guy? Well, hold on, James. I was going to say um geish will point once more at the, at the people in the back. he's like they're probably important i don't i can't really see them from here i mean if you really want to put on your show glenna you can uh and he looks at Eden sten he's like you guys probably have to stick with her though because she kind of already put you on the bill
5: uh Galena, um thinks about it for a second and kind of sighs in a defeated way and says um you know what uh how about Unless we need some sort of distraction or unless they ask me why I'm not performing, we can try to keep a low profile and then just get all the information we need.
0: This place is dead anyway. (laughs) Just so you know, you told the doorman you were here to perform. I don't think you actually told the uh, stage manager you're
1: here to perform yet.
2: Yeah. So, um, so I think we could, there's always bribery just saying. Mm -hmm.
1: Should one of us head up to the balcony and, or actually more, more than one of us head up to the balcony and, try and get a a peek at those guys and while while some of us kind of work the crowd down here for information before we slip out
2: and maybe two people head up and the other three stay down here i mean i don't think it'll take more than two people just to try to identify one person or one creature thing non-human human human, possibly human but not human
4: well Um, said humanoid (laughs) humanoid Humanoid. Well, I'm not very good at blending in, so I'll stay here and uh, valiantly gamble.
5: <laughs> Val- I will <laughs>
4: fall on the sword and gamble <laughs> for monies.
5: Not all heroes wear capes. Right, yes.
0: <laughs> Which game is Sten playing? The cards or the uh, dice? Roulette. Yeah, is there some sort of roulette? I want something
4: spinny with a flashy thing. I want something that looks... There's got to be something with a prop of some sort.
0: Like roulette has a nice pretty prop.
2: Do they there's, have like electronic slot machines
0: there's definitely a, uh, a roulette table where you spin it and there's some sort of magical orb atop that flashes if the number that was said gets uh hit yes, yes. that
3: Arial can go with geige and if anyone asks because Galena told the uh, people up front she was lighting she can just say that she's trying to figure out the uh the best setup
1: that's 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 good I think that's good oh if you want Eden you're you're you're, you know, you're, you're noble. You could probably also slip up there for a moment and just take a peek. Probably. Well, I mean, I, it would look less suspicious for you to step up there by yourself for a moment, where you know, if, if sarah and I step up there, like, wait, what's, what's this hippie-looking girl and the weirdo with the mask doing? It's, oh yeah, we're prepping for show.
2: Yeah, I suppose.
1: Okay. Should the three of us go up there while Sten gambles and glenna kind of chats up a few people? Is that what we're doing?
2: Sounds like a plan.
1: Okay. Are you cool with that, Glenna? Yeah. Okay. Who is going first?
2: I'll go first. I I, I feel comfortable doing that. Let's just let's just try that.
1: We'll wait a bit. We'll go up behind you.
2: Okay. Well, don't wait. You, you know you don't need to wait too long.
1: No, no 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 of course.
2: I mean I can just use the usual excuse that you're part of my staff or something. I don't know whatever it I'm, is. If, that- <laughs> if,
1: if if I need to, I'll say I'm your manager and I came up to grab you for the show. Perfect. Yep. Okay. Eden, you start ascending
0: the stairs, the two thuggish looking mercenaries look down at you scowling as if they anticipate trouble. But once they see that it is a fine looking young woman approaching them, they both sort of get uh, twisty grins on. Mm -hmm. And as you top the staircase, you see two men sitting at a table. There are many empty tables around them. There's no official sign saying that they are reserved or anything, but people are giving them a wide berth regardless. You recognize one of them almost immediately. His name is Beck Nippon. He is a lesser noble of Oblik. His family is a little on the poorer side. They made some poor investments and have just been suffering recently.
2: Have I yeah. met him before?
0: You have undoubtedly met him at some party or another, some function, but you are not well acquainted.
2: Okay, and we don't have an... We don't have a tense relationship or anything. We just have like a casual, acquaintance-friendly relationship.
0: Yes. As you look at him, you are not sure if he'll remember you or not. The other one is a man with shortcut brown hair. His skin appears leathery and sun-worn. He has a bright white smile and is wearing just the most gaudy combination of fashions from every single nation.
2: Oh, heavens.
0: He is wearing, you know, a fur from Umbria and a snakeskin boots from the south and just a gem tipped cane sits next to him. He just looks, he has no taste. He's wearing a collage (laughs) of fashion. He is wearing a collage of fashion indeed.
4: That sounds fantastic to me.
0: Do (laughs) Do you want to attract their attention or walk by?
2: I mean, I'm not going to attempt to attract their attention right now. I mean, if they recognize me, or if one of them recognizes me, it's not that big of a deal. But for now, I'm going to try to remain vaguely inconspicuous.
0: Okay, roll a quick stealth.
2: All right. Eden rolled a 19 in stealth.
0: The Lord Nepon does not seem to notice you as you walk by, despite a passing glance and his compatriot looks up and waggles an eyebrow at you and flashes what you think might be his most winning smile.
2: Well, um, I'm okay with that. Could be a heck of a lot worse.
0: Before they noticed you, you heard them commenting in hushed tones that that creepy little girl has rented out the entire garden and won't let anyone else out there. Her guards watch it vigilantly.
2: Oh, snap. I'm, I'm assuming they would probably be talking about Sasan. I mean, unless there is some other creepy word girl staying in this town that I have yet to encounter.
0: Who knows? But you have walked by, and there are a myriad empty tables beneath you. You can hear from the stage beneath you a little halfling reciting a story with feeling and verve, just really getting into that tragedy of young love.
2: I want to sit at a table where I can get a decent view of uh, the entire ground floor. Uh, I'll pretend as if I'm somehow entranced by what the halfling is doing, but I want to try to see if I see anything else suspicious or notable uh, on the floor where he's performing.
0: Okay, roll a quick perception.
2: Eden rolled a 16 in perception.
0: For the most part, everything seems to be normal. The nobles below are sparse, but seemingly... Are enjoying the play. Drinks are being served. Food is being served. You can tell that one of the one of the wait staff has eyeballed you and is going to be up to see you shortly.
2: All right. Well, I'm okay with that.
0: Okay. Bad kids on the floor. Sariel and Geesh, what are you guys doing? As you see Eden walk up the stairway and go and sit at a table overlooking the theater.
1: All right. Well, I guess I guess it's kosher. You know, she was able to get through. Maybe it won't be too tough for us. So. He'll give Sariel, like, a tap on the shoulder. Like, all right, let's go. And as he starts to walk up the stairs, he starts to talk about a fictitious show they're going to put he's, like, something in Winston, like, lifts his, his hands to the sky. It'd be really good. And, you know, he's, he's just, he's leaning into it. And and he's continuing this conversation with her as he gets to the guards. Just to sort of make it look like, you know, oh, yeah, we're totally just going to, you know, figure out the
0: lighting. So you are pretending you're talking with Sariel. Mm-hmm. Are you turning in the same direction as Eden did, or are you turning the other direction? Uh, I'm just approaching the top of the stairs. I mean, what's really your plan? St- because once ah, you get okay. to the top of the stairs, you have to turn a direction,
1: or you're oh, no, no, walking okay. into their table. I'll, I'll go the opposite direction, but I'm also going to, like thankfully, because I wear a blindfold, uh, a sheer blindfold I'm going to scope really, really hard uh, on the two people at the top at the okay. table. Sorry, El. are you doing anything to help this ruse?
3: Uh, Just being very attentive and like nodding, going going along with the act.
0: All right. Uh, Giege, roll deception at advantage. Doking. As you have an
1: enthusiastic partner. Nice. Cooperative line. Teamwork. That's what we want to teach people to do. hmm I rolled a 19 deception. The
0: shady character with the leathery skin and bright smile looks up at you confused as you talk about the specifics of the show you are about to put on with your enthusiastic partner who nods, and he looks as if he has serious thoughts, confusion about what you're saying before Nippon calls his attention back and says, hey, we need to
1: focus, okay? Eyes on me as you pass by. So I'll head to the left, and then as I get out of earshot of anyone, I'll just start saying gibberish like alphabet, column, corkscrew, cart, because um and then we're just gonna pretend to be like we're still talking about light and I'll point at various things. Okay. Uh, but but yeah, this is just an opportunity for me and Sariel to sort of scope the area and then hopefully um I like to think I saw that Eden is now trying to look really close and see if she could pick up anything. So I'm gonna also roll a perception. That's cool. What about you, Sario? As
0: Guiche appears to go mad for just a moment. You check to see that his that his blindfold is still on and it is. It only takes a moment to discern that he is just uh making mouth movements to distract other people.
3: Once Sariel's sure that Gij hasn't like removed his blindfold and lost his mind, uh, can she use this vantage point to take a look around and see? I'm, I'm trying to decide like what I'm trying to notice.
1: Gij will mutter to Sariel, I'm gonna see if there's anyone like whispering. Like obviously we just saw those two guys whispering. But maybe, I don't know, if someone's like handing off drugs, anything that might seem furtive or or secretive that uh, might tip us off. Okay, both of you can roll perceptions as you sit down at a table nearby. Oh no, no, we're not sitting. Cause, oh, you're running out of room. Well, yeah, we're just what I intend to do, unless Sariel tries to encourage me to do otherwise. Is I'm I'm pacing to one side, like trying to be like, all right, well, maybe if the light's there, or maybe if the light's here, or maybe at this part we want to put the light here. Basically, he's trying to slow down. Oh, out. okay. All right, cool. Carry on. So, we, so it makes sense that we're moving around. Right. You're making a big show of pre-show setup. I got you. Yeah. Okay. So I will roll a perception. I rolled a 16 perception. And Sariel?
3: Sariel rolled a 10 perception.
1: Gij, you notice pretty much
0: the same thing that Eden did, is that the few people that are here appear to be really enjoying Refrain's performance of this old- folly of young love poem and you can see that the two men you passed are in continued
1: and intense conversation but nothing else nope darn okay so he'll just continue to do to, to do his his fake stage planning with uh sariel what about sariel
3: uh what about me
1: i don't know are you doing anything else
0: besides following behind him and nodding enthusiastically
3: uh just kind of glancing about making sure no one's paying particular attention to us they usually don't with the help and maybe and bef- trying to see if she recognizes any specific hot goblins
0: oh interesting um hmm i guess roll a history because you remember a lot of people or could you know theoretically remember a lot of people because you're an elf you live longer than us
3: sariel rolls an 11 for history
0: uh no such luck you don't remember anybody here you do recognize a couple of houses just by their colors. There are some people from the Cypher, some people from the Coblia. It looks like there are some people from very prominent houses here.
3: Okay, some mental note, but she won't convey any of that just yet.
1: So before you jump over to Sten and Glenna, basically what Gies is planning to do is, as he continues his little fake walk around the balcony, towards the end of it, he's going to step by I eat just kind of like you're like All right, let's go let's go okay so you're going to walk past the party of two again yeah because because now he wants to see the stage from the other side okay uh roll another deception really oh yes. man okay it's getting dicey still an advantage right hmm a 21 at advantage the weathered looking
0: gentleman looks up again before just waving his hand sort of dismissively in your direction And going back to his conversation, you can hear something about at least her father spends some of his money here. Okay. Okay. You find yourself next to Eden again, and we're going to cut to Sten and Galena. All right, Sten, you're gambling, yes? Indeed I am. There are two options. There's a table with several hobgoblins and humans all look rather hoity-toity at one of the little ball and spinny table with a shiny thing at the top. Or you can find an empty one. Oh, I want to go to the hoity-toity one because, A, I want to impress people,
4: which I will fail at gloriously, and B, there's a dim part of Sten's mind that wants to be looking for information.
0: So how are you approaching this crowd of well-to-do folk currently engaging in sin? Do, um, do I know how to play this game? Uh, yes. You at least know the, like, you have probably never actually played it yourself, but it's one of those things that it's common enough that you've heard of the rules. All right. Um.
4: Well, initially, at least, until I see the kind of money they might very well be playing with, I'm walking up full of swagger, feeling wealthy, because I've got, what, how much money do I have? Like, 100 gold or something? Um, several hundreds of gold. Several. Hundred, like, unbelievable quantities of wealth.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. 400 gold. My God. Um, yeah, so I'm going to walk up just feeling important for once in my life. going to just pretend that no one thinks it's... Oh, there's hobgoblins here. They're kind of weird,
0: too. So, you know, maybe I'll fit in. Okay. Good. At the table, there are several hobgoblins in finery, as well as a couple of humans standing atop a fine upholstered chair. On the opposite side of the circular table is a true oddity, which is a goblin with symmetrical features. All it right. is very short. It has short-cropped brown hair and yellow eyes. It sees you approach and is busily moving chips and gold pieces around the table, pulling some in from people and pushing it out to the winners. Without looking up, he says, five gold, Ante, minimum bid. Sten will stride up and cast in what he thinks is five gold,
4: um, as though it's <laughs> like...
0: can count to five.
4: Well, but I mean, he's trying to do it, like, without looking. Um, trying to, like, just cast it out like he's not even looking at the gold, and he accidentally casts out six and, like, takes one back, ruining the moment.
0: <laughs> are you sure you don't want to just roll with it and be like yeah maybe well, he's like well, yeah whatever the dealer yeah
4: that yes yeah, yes perfect yes that's well, i'm not even gonna say that i'm just like yeah
0: that's what you do you throw in six instead of five what a generous man what a generous man tip for the dealer all right i gotta let start so are you planning on gambling more than just this once and trying to collect information or are you going to just do this one roll and see how it goes well To be honest with you, James, Sten has
4: no actual plan right now, um, other than maybe something good will happen. But right now, he's just enjoying having money and playing gambling games with the
0: other people that have money. So who knows? We'll see what happens. Roll a luck real quick. So just a 1d20 with no modifiers. Very well. Sten rolled a nine in luck. Okay, we're going to switch over to Galena. What are you up to as you see Sten approach one of the uh, roulette tables?
5: Um, I, I think about joining him, but then I kind of decide against it for now. Uh, I want to roll perception. I just, I want to look for anyone who looks like they might be a drug dealer (laughs) Um, (laughs) and keep my ears open for anything about what I, what I remembered about the wave.
0: Okay. So you just work the room, you walk around listening to snippets of conversation.
5: Yes, and then I'll I'll make a decision based off of what I hear, of what to do next.
0: Okay, so roll a Perception, I guess. Also, if you are trying to not catch Refrain's eye, roll a Stealth as well.
5: I rolled a 12 in Perception and a 20 in Stealth.
0: You are positive that Refrain has not noticed you, but one thing you hear people talking about is the Ghost of the Vlow vale, which has been just wreaking havoc throughout the town, murdering people. You hear a very hoity-toity noblewoman say, well, at least they haven't murdered anyone important.
5: OK, Um, she, when she hears this, um, has she heard anything like this before, James? Like, or is this the first she's hearing about a ghost of the Low Vale murdering people?
0: This is the first you've heard about in this town, definitely.
5: Do I know any names of nobles? like? like, lesser nobles in the area?
0: Uh, roll a history.
5: I rolled a 17 in history.
0: You know a couple.
5: Okay. Oh, any that, that might not be, like, super, super, like, well-known, but still has a little money. Um, should I just make up a, a name? Sure. Um, when she hears the woman say that, she says, Oh, ma'am, haven't you heard? To the woman who says "Not nobody important has been killed.
0: The middle-aged woman... In finery, covered in jewels, looks up and says, Heard what?
5: Uh, I, I heard that, that it almost got Lord Charles Watershed.
0: Oh my, the Watershed family? or preserve us. If they'll get them, they can get anyone. We must get Nippon in this. We cannot let our, our captain of the guard simply lounge about. She gestures up to the to the balcony above where you can see the two sketchy men in deep conversation.
5: Nippon's up there. Galena gestures up there.
0: Well, yes, she was, he was—he was given the position of captain of the guard not a month ago, over that lovely Clara fellow. Cl- Claire. Clara.
5: Oh, Clara. Okay. <laughs> I said that out of character. I—wait, out of character. Is that the guard at the other place we were? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Oh, I—I I heard that Clara was very well qualified.
0: Oh, indeed, crime went down. To almost nothing while she was in charge for temporary captainship
5: makes one wonder why why she might have been dismissed over him
0: oh connections darling you merely uh, can't become the guard captain you have to have no people who know people
5: right yes so um this the ghost what sort of precautions are you taking against it or will you take against it
0: Oh, there's nothing we can do. All we must do is we must finish this war with the Vlovale, and then the people who support them will be destroyed, and we'll have nothing to fear. They are merely trying to terrorize us into submission. We will not give in.
5: So the ghost, uh, you believe that the ghost is like a vigilante? Uh,
0: It's a terrorist. A vigilante assumes that he's trying to enforce the law through his own hands. This man is is being, this elf, is. Merely murdering without cause.
5: I see. Galena goes with a a gut instinct, um, and she decides to take a gamble herself and say, Do you think that the ghost has anything to do with the?" And then she lowers her voice. The wave. What's that? (laughs) Um, She says, never mind. (laughs) And then she walks away.
0: (laughs) You hear her turn back to her fellows and, Who was that? She was so charming.
5: (laughs) Um, um, actually she's going to check in with Sten. That's what she wants to do now.
0: Okay. How much money have I lost? Sten, you have bet five times and lost three of them and won two of them. That's pretty good. You lost five gold total. Oh, I've got more. I got plenty where that comes from. Mm -hmm.
5: So, uh, Galena kind of sidles up next to him. Has anyone been talking here? She, she says quietly.
0: Has anyone been talking? Sten, you have established that that weathery-faced man at the top of the stairs is, in fact, the proprietor of this establishment. His name is Victor Viz. Victor Viz, that's a fantastic name. I will relay this information to Glenna
4: as I fabulously toss out another five gold. Also known as Vivi. <laughs> Vivi okay. Huh? Okay.
5: Okay, Um, she she decides that she will maybe try to get close to him and, and see what she could hear from him, but um, she sort of gives... Sten the backhanded compliment of like maybe you're good for something and then she walks away.
0: Maybe I am Sten thinks to himself (laughs) The ball lands on not your number again Sten Maybe I am (laughs) (laughs) The nobles around you have been continuously just saying oh what a lovely curiosity a half orc with money (laughs) Yeah yeah laugh it up Take
4: all your money. I won't take all your money. I'm going to lose all my money. But for now, I'm going to... Are there drinks here, by the way? Yes. Okay, so I will be drinking some of those and enjoying myself and trying my best to stay on point and in espionage mode, but also enjoying gambling.
0: It is interesting. The waitress comes up to you and gives you a drink on the house just that is offensively sweet, ah. but significantly alcoholic as well. Eh. Uh, next time she comes around, I want to ask her if they have anything... Um, little more robust. She gives you just the most like she has had an epiphany and she's like, "Oh, of course. Of course. Sorry. Right. I'll get I'll get that for you. All right. We're going to cut back to uh Giege, Eden and Sariel. Okay. As Eden is sitting at a table and Kege and Sariel are emphatically gesturing at the walls where they would put lights and the like.
1: So, we'll step over to Eden and I'll place my hand on her shoulder, and I lean down and just, cause you know, serving history very discreetly in practice, and like, okay, we should probably get going now.
2: But why?
1: Oh, are you are you becoming even more noble right now?
2: I'm kidding, but seriously, why is something wrong? Uh,
1: I don't know if we want to run the risk of putting on a show. I mean, we might be okay if the guards at the front don't tell anyone, but I don't know how much more we can get here.
2: I mean. Between you and me, if I'm being perfectly honest, I would really like to avoid that scenario as much as possible. I mean, especially after the last show we tried to put on that turned into that whole debacle. I just, I'm afraid to try anything like that ever again.
1: If this was an in, I would be perfectly okay with it. As a gambling hall with criminal associations, Right, exactly. (laughs)
2: There's no point in drawing any unnecessary attention to us. Yeah, I I know exactly where you're going with this. You're right.
1: So he he escorts the two, Giege, Eden, and Sariel. Unless Sariel does something else, we'll head back for the stairs. Sariel?
3: Sariel's cool with getting out of here. Cool.
0: The lot of you come down the stairs. As you pass by the weathered gentleman, he doesn't even look up this time. The two guards simply nod at you as you pass by, as you've passed by a bunch of times now. Yeah. <laughs> you hear the light spring to life as Sten wins again,
1: <laughs>
0: bringing him Huzzah! not quite up to Huzzah! even, but close. Close to even. <laughs> None of
4: you thought I could do it.
2: No, no, we didn't say that. Nobody said that.
4: I know you guys thought I was going to walk out of here bro,
2: No, no.
1: A small part of me was hoping you would get like a whole bunch of gold. And I don't know, maybe I could get a cool sword. I don't know. Yeah, the cool sword. This would
4: be a very wise way of getting that sword. We should, yes. <laughs> is there enable able that has higher stakes? Yes. Oh, no, don't. No, no, I haven't had
1: that many drinks yet. Probably for the best. More drinks. So what's what's everyone doing? We're at the bottom of the stairs. Sen is gambling. Lena is doing what?
5: I was going to try to get close to Vivi. Vivi?
0: First of all. Reconnoiter and explain yourselves as Sten was just doing.
1: Um, no, I think Gij would come down the stairs and just suddenly like angle his head a little bit towards them and give like a nod, looking for a place maybe where he can, you know, what he'll go to a nearby gambling table just because he's still trying to make it look like he's a patron. Okay.
2: You are very committed.
1: And that way, when he loses gold, he has a very good reason for leaving. Mm hmm. To what degree
0: of investment do you want to put into this? Oh, he's just going to play one hand. Still, what what table and what ante are you going for? Five gold is the minimum ante in this place.
1: What's the greatest? 100. Oh, jeez.
0: And if you do that, you know they're going to open up like a special table.
1: (laughs) Does it look like I could work an angle on any of these games to win? Would I need to rule something?
0: You would need to tell me how you're working your angle, and then we'll see if that works out.
1: Well, these are it's it's either craps, roulette, or blackjack, right? Yep, pretty much. I guess just I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. He'll just he just go to any table, um, a craps table.
0: Okay. Which ante? Oh,
1: just five. Just five.
0: Okay. All right. Roll a luck check. What are the rest of you doing?
2: I mean, I'm not much of a gambler. Is this the kind of place where if you're not holding a drink, they're going to get suspicious, or is this not actually like the real world at all?
0: No, this place has kind of two sections. At the front. There's a quite a large deal of gambling tables. And at the back, there is a stage with a balcony surrounding it where there are just tables with people eating and enjoying the show.
1: So I, I want to add real quick. He's going to go to a craps table with a five gold antique kind of towards the front, which he hopes would suggest to the group that he's like, he's, he's pretty ready to get out. And I rolled a, a seven.
0: Okay, you lost five gold. Nice. What are the rest of you doing? I know that Galena wanted to get up with this Victor Vis guy oh yeah okay what's your approach plan and are you doing it solo or are you doing it with somebody
5: Uh, they all went already went. everybody else except for Stan already went up there right
0: true but that doesn't preclude them from going up there again
5: okay so I think I'm just gonna sort of casually wander up there like I'm just a musician just checking out the place before I just like decide if I want to perform maybe make my loot a little bit more obvious or something. Um, and I just want to listen to what they have to say. And I'll think up a better plan as you tell me what they're saying.
0: <laughs> okay. So your plan is to go up, look like a mu- musician and loiter near them. Yes.
5: Well, Yes. Yeah, yeah. Does some does somebody have like a, a better bolstering plan that they might want to no, come?
3: Because weedy okay. is the proprietor and Galena would need to talk to the proprietor to put on a show, right?
5: Yeah, Stands I guess. Stands to reason. So that would make sense.
0: So Galena goes up these stairs and hangs around their table, making her loot obvious, which is the signal of like, hey, when you're done with your conversation, pay attention to me.
5: Okay, I, I just came up with a better plan now that that's happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, um, right. so that's the okay. better plan. When she goes up there, she, she realizes something and decides to go back down and mingle around the, the audience again. Is there anybody down here that looks like looks like a little bit out of sorts, or a little bit jittery, or a little bit like they are maybe seeing things they shouldn't be seeing?
0: When you were looking at them before, no, unless being intensely moved by poetry counts as such a thing.
5: When she thinks about people being intensely moved by poetry, she just sort of scoffs to herself. Um,
0: <laughs> Word. As you were... Stepping up the stairs to look at them, you see Victor take out a small snuff box, take out a finger of not white, but kind of like light brown powder and sniff some.
5: Can I roll medicine or or nature or what would I roll to see if I kind of knew what he was doing?
0: Sure. But as you are far away from it, you're going to have to make an educated guess as opposed to truly identifying it. Thus, your difficulty is 20.
5: Wait, what do you mean my difficulty is 20? (laughs)
0: <laughs> that means you have to hit a 20 or above to know what's going on.
5: Uh, Okay, well, I rolled a 20.
0: Hmm. hmm. If we weren't using real 20, I would not believe you.
5: <laughs> oh, wow. <well. laughs>
0: anyway, you can recognize that this is not anything you've ever heard of. This powder is not any sort of amphetamine. It is not any sort of, you know, tobacco or anything like that. It is just... It looks off, but you can tell that it is not a traditional drug.
5: Okay, so she she goes, she, after she wanders around a bit, she goes back up there just on, on a whim because she thinks that she might have found someone who might have some answers. She's just not really sure how to get the answers from him yet.
0: As you come back up this time, one of the mercenaries stop, grabs your shoulder and stops you and says, hey, if you want a meeting, wait your turn. We'll let you know when he's ready.
5: Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> she just smiles, like, innocently at them.
0: All right, just uh, wait down there.
5: Okay, wh- where?
0: <laughs> he points at the bottom of the stairs, just gesturing anywhere in the building except for right next to his boss.
5: Okay, so she, she sort of loiters around there, uh, still looking around. Maybe, hmm, um, no, she's not going to be plucking her loot, but she just loiters there for a little bit.
0: Okay, you see him make a mention to Victor Vis, Vivi. Do you want to wait until he's done and get an official meeting?
5: Wait, he makes a mention to who? What?
0: The mercenary walks over to Victor and like leans down and says something. Victor looks down at you and then looks back to his conversation partner and continues talking. It's clear from what the guard said is that once he has time, he'll come talk to you.
5: Okay. Um...
0: Do you want to wait around until that happens? As you see Giege Ansley losing at one of the gambling tables over there,
5: Um, I'm just, I'm going to wait and see how things go for everyone else. And if they want to bail, then I'm ready to bail. But if they don't, then I'll, I'll continue to maybe get my foot in the door with this guy.
0: Okay. Eden, Stan, Sariel, what are you doing? Can I, uh, roll to see how I've been doing in gambling? Um, if you tell me how much more money you're putting down,
4: sure. What about instead of that? I try to be useful. I'll kind of sniff around and try to focus on something other than this glorious gambling moment. Roll a perception. And, yeah, and try to track down some info.
0: Sten rolled an 11. This looks, for all intents and purposes, to be a regular gambling hall. The one thing Sten notices is you're not sure where the staff is coming from. Like, you see food and you see drinks, but where are they coming from? There doesn't appear to be any doors on the walls Whoa. besides the entrance.
4: Whoa, that's pretty intense. I'm going to try to wrap up gambling and, and meet up with the other people
0: and see what okay. they've discovered. Sorry, I'll Eden.
2: I'm going to make snow
5: angels in the dust on the floor.
0: This place is spotless. She
5: oh, means in, in the drug dust.
1: <laughs> oh, drug dust. Mm.
5: James likes it. Mm-hmm. Well, are if it's, sure it's spotless, that's a shame.
1: Are you sure it's not cinnamon brown sugar?
5: I don't
2: know.
3: That is drug.
2: Yeah, cinnamon is is kind of a drug.
3: Not as much as nutmeg.
0: Mm-hmm. So, Sariel, what are you doing?
3: Uh, Sariel would find. An empty table where she can kind of keep an eye on people. Um, and can I just sort of see if I can detect anything unnatural uh, in terms of in terms of magic? See if there's any weird any weird vibes going on.
0: Okay, you want to detect weird vibes? Go for it. Roll an arcana.
3: Sorry, I rolled an eleven arcana. My rolls are not so great tonight.
0: <laughs> when you feel around yourself, you can tell that. The wood you're standing on is dead, and the building around you is full of dead stuff. But you do sense some energy around you, more so than is in the rest of the town. But other than that, you're not sure. As you take a quiet moment to just sort of absorb your surroundings.
2: We need Connor's tear detector, or we could use Googe as our tear detector.
0: Oh,
4: you know it.
5: I completely forgot about that. You're a genius.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Or we could just start going up to everyone in this place, asking, "Are you a drug dealer? Are you a drug dealer?
5: Mm-hmm. Are you a drug dealer?
1: <laughs> are you a phantom? So, are you uh... a
0: witch? Are you from another dimension, Stan? How are you deploying googe? Well,
4: I haven't really thought about that yet. Are we are we down with using the googe, everyone? Is that is that our plan here?
5: I was gonna say I, I'm not even around you guys, so I'm probably just gonna like. Suddenly, see one of you pull out a, a vial with a spider in it, and just kind of be like, "Oh God!"
4: It's too <laughs> then, bad this universe doesn't have like iPhones, because we could I could pretend to be like looking at my phone while I'm actually looking at Gujja in the vial. Um, you could put
5: you could them like in in a uh, Gujja's notebook, like holding. Yeah,
4: it. yes, no, good. Just put him in your coin purse. I'm
1: not even over there, and I'm telling you what to do. Never mind.
5: Well, wait,
4: but I'm supposed to stare into my coin purse. I need something to stare at. I need. A, does anyone have a book? Anyone have any sort of learning materials? Like music books or any sort of book-like
1: thing. I'm not I mean, even over there. Just pretend, pretend you're like looking through your your craftsmanship bag. I don't know.
0: Well, I'm asking the people here. You can always just walk over to Guiche and be like, "Hey, can I have your notebook real quick?" Uh, yeah, I know he has a notebook. I wonder we'll walk over to
1: Guiche and ask for his notebook. You're asking for my notebook? Yes, I am. He he um he groans. He's like, "Let the others know I'm ready to go." And he pulls out his small little 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 notebook and. And he palms it because he doesn't want anyone to see. He's handing it off to him, and he, and he gives it to Sten, which, who I'm sure, given his relative size, would also be very easy to palm. Roll stealth. Oh, for Christ's sake! It's not a very big notebook.
0: Trying to be all sketchy in a
1: den of inequity. Well, is I, it feel is like, st- I feel like being stuffy about this is. Oh, I'm pretty good. Oh, which one do you want me to read? Keys rolls a twenty. I rolled a twenty in stealth.
0: The book passes between you unnoticed, and none of the thuggish-looking guards look at you twice. Sweet. Uh, I'm going to immediately
4: pull out the book in plain view with the with Gouge nestled
0: between the pages um, and attempt to find the tear. Okay. Uh, let's see. Are you just sort of walking a pattern throughout the building, or what's your plan exactly?
4: Well, um, well I'm going to rejoin up with the group and we'll, we can kind of figure it out together. Which okay. is, is my a- way of saying I don't know and hopefully someone else does.
2: Is there food here, like little munchies? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I want to try to inconspicuously feed something to the tiny burb stuffed into my vest whose existence I have not acknowledged for, like, the past two episodes. (laughs) So I really hope she's not starving to death.
0: It's only been several hours. Eve flutters its wings in there, and just, like, a tiny beak pops out and you feed her some fried calamari.
2: Squeak! I mean, hoo, hoo, hurr, Ooh.
0: hurr, There are little ruffled feathers as pleased with the flavor.
2: Good! Yay! Calamari is delicious, so mm-hmm. I don't blame her.
0: Only a couple people look confused as Eden feeds her uh,
2: her, her coat
0: some food. Yes.
2: Okay. Whatever.
0: <laughs> feeds her cleavage some food. <laughs> So, group, Sten seems to be unsure about what to do with
4: his gouge. Do we have some idea of where it is? Gouge really only seems to detect when we're immediately there, which is unfortunate.
2: So, like, start, just uh, walk around in in a zigzag line or circles or, I don't know, something.
4: I like the way you think. (laughs) I will begin walking around intently reading this book. And by the way, if we're being honest... Probably sneak a peek in the notebook a little bit while I'm doing this. Just oh, accidentally. Well, snap. not intentionally, but it, I mean, I'm looking right Right, at
3: it. oh yeah, uh uh-huh.
0: well, Sorry, sorry, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, Sten, roll a perception as you monitor the spider. Ah, uh, Sten rolls an eight. Gouge doesn't seem to appreciate being jostled around and doesn't seem to make any specific movements that would allow you to know where a tear is. In fact, just spazzes out a little bit, kind of constantly. Anyone else want to take a crack at Googe? Sorry, you seem like the sensitive spider type.
2: Yeah, but you have such an emotional connection with Googe.:
4: I do. I mean, I want him back. But if <laughs> anyone else can use him as the dowsing googe that he is.
2: I mean, I don't think it necessarily matters who's holding him. I think last time we saw him react, I think it was just a matter of getting lucky and being in the right place at the right time. But I could be wrong. I'm wrong about pretty much everything all the time. So just don't listen to me at all.
3: Kind of want to just ask the spider, but I feel like spider answers would not be meaningful to us.
0: Give her, I'm gonna give her the spider. This could be g- hilarious. There's not been nearly enough talking to animals in this
4: game. Have a spider, Sariel. Enjoy. He's a friendly chap.
3: Sariel <laughs> looks sort of critically at Gouge, kind of trying to see if there's still like sketchiness about him, but there doesn't seem to be. Um, do I do I cast speak with animals? Are we are we talking to spiders? Yes. Okay. Hold on. Hmm.
2: Limited by their intelligence. Well, this will be interesting because spiders, as tiny as they are, must have very, very teeny weeny brains.
4: But Gouge is a special spider. He may know more than he lets on. Mm -hmm. Well,
3: let's hope. So are we still kind of standing in in a group? Because I would prefer to look like I'm talking to someone else and not the teeny spider.
1: (laughs) I I got you back. Geese has been standing over by a table. Is Geese still loitering next to the door, hoping that people no, no. will leave soon? He, he was at a gambling table. Right.
3: We should probably leave before Geese loses all his money. Um. <laughs> so did, did I do that? Did I do that correctly?
1: Yes.
0: So okay. all you had to do was say, "I I cast Speak with Animals" and spend one of your spell charges.
3: Right, right. Which, looking at them, I don't think I refilled them from a while ago. But anyway, uh, sorry. I'll cast Speak with Animals and. Uh, Sort of looks critically at Gouge.
0: Gouge looks critically back.
3: <laughs> um, basically, she just asks if he can he can sense anything different, anything... Uh, I'm trying to think of like how you would communicate the concept of here but not here to a spider.
2: Ask him if he, he needs, needs more deep. air.
1: <laughs> it's also we, an important we'll, question.
3: We'll trade bugs for information.
2: <laughs> um, Ask him if just flies taste eat. like chicken. Sorry, go on. I won't talk anymore.
3: Try, try to ask him if there's anything particularly magical and hope that having been partially magical, he's got some sense of what she means.
0: You hear a echoing whisper of hunger, but then you hear over that a screeching voice that comes out as, Why don't you kill me? Oh no. I cannot be contained by this. Well, this took a
3: dark turn.
0: Ask me your questions, then free me. Oh no! Whoa.
3: Stariel looks, looks very serious suddenly. And if
2: we refuse?
3: And, and asks um very directly if there are places here where the weave is weak.
0: The weave is frayed all around us, but beneath, there may as well be a portal.
3: Beneath where? In this building?
0: I will speak no longer, feed me.
3: <laughs> Am I with you guys?
0: Um... Last I heard, you were waiting nearby to get an audience with uh, Phoebe. Yeah.
3: Okay. Sorry. What uh, I'm getting so, from this- sorry oh, sorry, knows that like spiders prefer live food. But can can we try to feed this thing like some calamari? I guess. I don't <laughs> think calamari. we
2: need seafood. Really? We might need like a bug or something. Yeah,
0: I'm feeling bad. You need bad something now, with it. juices in it. Right yeah, right. yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Plums. Plums have juices. <laughs>
2: I'm not. In them. Wait, doesn't uh, fruit or, or sweet things, honey, attract flies or like sugar water?
3: Good thinking.
4: I this feel like seems... we can probably find flies in this world.
3: Probably, but maybe not necessarily in the in the very clean uh, gambling hall.
4: Right. Are you
3: are you adept at catching flies, Sten?
4: Not even slightly.
2: Which is why I think we should ask for a glass of sugar water, and yeah, this is getting complicated. And then go outside. And catch some bugs, and then give it to Guj, and then he will tell us all Jeez. of his deep, dark secrets.
1: That sounds very reasonable, actually, James. I like it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm um, I'm going to have Guj step away from the table, if if it's okay, and mm-hmm. he sees that they're using Guj, right? uh yeah. Once you get over there, it's pretty obvious. He'll he'll lean into them. And he's like, if we're gonna feed that spider, can we just go out to a trash can outside where there's like no shortage of flies?
2: That actually might be a heck of a lot easier than what I suggested, sorry. or just at least faster.
3: I'll nods. Let's let's do that.
1: I'm sorry. He turns around, looks at Galena, who's still waiting. Not sure what she wants to do.
5: Uh, honestly, she could stay or she could go. Like, um, she knows that she wants to talk to Vivi because she saw him with the weird drugs, but um, she doesn't. She doesn't like. She, it's not very urgent. She doesn't really know what she's going to say yet. She was just going to wing it, and that doesn't always go stellarly for her so she might want time to think about how to approach it
0: well let's do these two last things and then wrap for the night let's have party go get a fly and talk to goosh and galena talk to vivi how about that
2: all right to the trash can (laughs) i feel like i haven't done that in a while
0: Mm -hmm. all right so sariel you have absolutely no trouble except for maybe like morally luring a fly into the stoppered vial with the promise of sugar water and the ability to talk to flies.
3: Oh no, I was about to say Sariel knows how nature works, but that's oh well. Sorry flies.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Pretty sweet trick. But you guys see Gouge launch himself at the fly and wrap it in thread and bite it. Sorry, you can hear him saying the you can hear him his refrain of hunger, 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 drift off into the wind, into nothingness. And he says, what was your question?
2: Why didn't we just do this like days ago?
5: <laughs> we're not super smart all the time. <laughs>
4: just, just give us a break.
3: Well, I didn't think of it either. What's he saying? Sariel says, you said there was a place that's practically a portal. Where?
0: Underneath the structure we were in. I can still feel it beneath us.
3: This, this is something that isn't directly related to the line of questioning. But does Sariel, or can, ah, how to word this? How, how to words. Words are hard. They are. Sometimes they really, really are. This is very obviously not a normal spider. Does Sariel know if this is remnants of the Matron Edercap. Can, can I inquire uh, by rolling something?
0: Um, I don't think you need to roll. You're almost positive that this okay. is remnants of the Matron edercap
3: it's, 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 what a figure.
0: One can only hope the only remnants of the Matron Edercap.
3: Yeah. Uh, Sariel will, now that we're outside and able to talk a little more freely, uh, Sariel will relate that she is not getting spider answers from the spider, and that she is fairly certain that it's the remnants of the Matron cat. And she'll relate what it has been telling her, that there is tears in the weave all over this place, but beneath the building we were just in, there's, uh, what the spider has been referring to as a portal.
2: Oh, snap. All right, two questions. Number one, does this mean we need to go under the building? Number two, if Gouge is a remnant of the matron Eddercap, should we really be hanging on to him?
1: Well, no. going to kill my Gouge. No, but then- I wasn't, gonna... <laughs> I,
2: w- I wasn't
3: planning on killing him. Oh, I'll
1: kill it. Uh, but then Gouge looks nearly ready to jump out of his skin. Ask him if she's still alive. I have to know.
3: Sariel asks Gouge, I suspect you're the remnants of some larger piece, small one. Do you know if there are others?
1: If
0: there are, they are lost to me. I used to be a thousand minds, and now I am one. I cannot be held within this, but thanks exactly. to you, you have added one more.
2: I did not realize that Googe was having such deep thoughts.
0: Wait, 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 wait! Added one more. As you guys are watching this vial, the fly crawls its way out of the little cocoon it was in and is now a spiderfly. Okay, we should probably kill Googe. Uh,
2: whoa, what?
1: See, this is why I said we gotta kill.
4: Yeah, I'm very sad about Googe. Being not the cute, cuddly Googe that I thought he was, but I feel <laughs> I feel like we may want to burn this immediately. Or okay. could we at
2: least just set him free? With I mean, could we? No,
4: he's going to make a whole colony of spiderfly. Oh, if it okay, wasn't fine. for the spiderfly, I was going to be on your side here. But the well, spiderfly, no, spider I don't want fly. that
2: either. Yeah, I I hate I hate spiders. Okay, fine. Let's just get it over with.
0: <laughs> All right, we're gonna uh, cut. Co- oh wait, go for it. Sorry.
3: No, I was just gonna say like it's it's cruel. And it wants to die, but I think we need it for just a little bit longer, at least till we hunt Connor down again.
1: Hmm. No, I'd rather we just kill it, like, and then he's getting to get out. Of Connor, this is—I've seen this movie. He gets out. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we we need to kill it, right? Give it to me. Unfortunately, oh. I'm very good at killing things.
2: Well, now I'm a little anxious to be around you, but okay.
1: Should can I just can I just play that scene out, James? That's a good
0: question. Uh, Sten and Sariel are the ones most in possession of this. Gij comes to you and asks if he can just kill it. Um, I am not. Uh,
4: astonishingly, because I thought I was going to have to fight for life here. Uh, but after seeing that horrific display of making a new... I mean, honestly, guj you really tipped your hand there. Um, yeah, I'm fine with killing him. But that being said, I'm going to bow to Sariel's wishes here because she's the spider talker. She knows best when it comes to spider creatures of nightmare.
0: Also... Gouge did not tell you that it is the only piece of her left. I mean my
4: my thoughts are based on the fact that I saw a hideous spider fly born from Googe. That's
1: that was enough to so Sorry, yes. L- do you wanna do you wanna give me the vial?
3: No. Really? Stenis.
1: But it's horrible. I need to kill it.
3: This thing contained in there is horrible. And it doesn't want to be alive anymore. But there are larger things at play here.
1: What do we need it for? We don't we don't
0: like it wants to die. You've definitely got a uh, GLaDOS and a potato vibe. From it,
2: <laughs> good reference,
0: but far less uh,
4: comical. Yes. Well, I—I I mean, it is true that if if, if Googe can help us track down um, Uber Googe, then I mean, maybe it would be good to keep him around. But oh my
2: gosh, how many missions are we going to have to focus on at one time?
1: We're saving the world. Not just worth accept it. 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 But are we? Well, we're no. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find another way. Trust me. I will we'll figure it out. If you have to carry me around without my blindfold, will do it. But this no. Can I
2: I didn't realize this was gonna turn into such a, a tense moral dilemma.
1: Can Interparty party conflict is okay. I don't
4: think so it's so it's... much a moral dilemma. I think we're all like fine with the idea morally of killing you, just more of just a strategic thing. Sorry. I'll... Oh, so we're being utilitarian we we want... about it. Right. Well we want to either kill this horrible thing or use this horrible thing to kill the bigger, more horrible
0: thing. Right. So Keish. Sariel is holding on to Gouge right now. Mm -hmm. Doesn't seem she is willing to give it to you. Sariel, do you want to...
3: No, I don't think it's time for that yet.
4: Okay, all I'm going to say, guys, don't physically fight over it, because if you physically fight over it, he's going to get out, and then we'll we'll all feel like idiots. I don't think
3: we were planning on that.
4: let's, Let's
1: put it to a vote, then.
3: Sariel looks at the others. This thing, I don't have to interpret vague answers. I'm able to communicate directly about tears, at least for now, it's willing to cooperate. Until we have another method in hand, it would be extremely unprudent to destroy this one. Would I, would I have to roll a notice? I feel like if, if we encounter other iterations of the Etter Cap, we can use it to kind of detect that.
1: That stands to reason that things can detect like things. If we need to find tears, we can just get Connor. Connor doesn't bite people and turn them into more Connors.
2: Yeah, well Connor thinks that we're all insane. So oh, good luck with that.
1: Fine. He still needs he still wants information on the Wild. I think he was just overwhelmed that there were several of us and you guys started to shake him down for money.
2: No, we didn't. It yes. wasn't it wasn't like that. You,
1: I was did, trying Dr. to help
2: him. I wanted him to get an A on his project.
3: Well, Connor didn't seem it. very serious about his thesis. Well, you know, I as didn't. a college
2: dropout, I don't want him to make the same mistakes that I did.
1: <laughs> we can go back and visit him and give him that impassioned speech and I'm sure it'll work out. But that thing is evil, and it's practical lycanthropy. It just turned that fly into a spider. We had a pet rat
3: too. Sar- Sariel gets that, and like Sariel, she's not really comfortable with it. But at the same time, there's more at stake. There's like this is this is a big deal. Tears tears in reality are kind of a big deal. And until we have Connor back in hand, she's really reluctant to eliminate a resource. Okay. okay. Well,
2: honestly, yeah, I'm I'm convinced. There's if there really is a chance that he could be that useful then yeah let's just hang on to him for a little while longer even if he is begging for death
1: Geish rubs his hands into his face with tremendous annoyance and takes the vial snatches it out of saril's hand and gives it back to stan he's like please make sure this doesn't break
3: do you, do you really do you really, we've do you, do really want we've
2: gone this far without it breaking come on
1: this is going to be some competing roles right now. Wait, wait, wait! Hang on
4: a second. If Saria was going to say, "Do you really want to give that back to Sten?" I agree with her. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
3: fine. Yeah, Just let her keep it. Now, now that she knows that there are like bad magic things in this, like that's she's going to see it as her responsibility. She's, like, she's not going to give it. Okay, give it up. fine. Sariel
4: Just, is be- the person that we give things to if it actually matters. <laughs> like she's the wisest of us by a significant
1: <laughs> margin. <laughs> Okay, you please make sure it does not break, but I'm going to have to hold you to it as soon as we get back to Conator, and he's okay. I have to kill it. I don't want to kill it, but I have to.
2: Okay, fine. We'll cross that bridge when we come to it.
1: All right. As the four of you
0: argue in an alley surrounded by trash and flies, Galena is motioned up the stairs by the mercenary. You see Nippon walking down, cane in hand, swaggering, with his fine clothing and long black hair, he looks you up and down before lifting his chin high and walking by.
5: Can I roll uh, insight? Can I roll insight to see like what he has assessed of me? Sure. Galena, roll seven.
0: He thinks he's better than you,
5: dick. <laughs> but he's the guard captain, right? Yes. What is sh*t?
0: <laughs> so you head up the stairs?
5: Yeah, I do. I do.
0: Victor looks over at you and smiles his broadest pearly white smile and gestures at the seat across from him where Beck was sitting a moment ago.
5: Can you describe what he looks like again?
0: Victor has short, tousled brown hair. He has brown eyes. He has just clearly had a life in the sun and his skin is leathery and tan. He is wearing an ostentatious combination of styles from Every Witch Aware but every single thing he's wearing is clearly very expensive.
5: Okay. Galena um, sits down in front of him and smiles back, just smiling.
0: So I've never met you before,
5: I've but never... you
0: want to work in my establishment?
5: I thought I could do with a few, with some coin, performing here while while I pass through. It's it's very nice. I like it. I feel like um your patrons will enjoy my music. I was a bit uh curious about how how you hire musicians.
0: Oh. Well, you seem competent. Do you have any people who can vouch for you?
5: Um, Yes, actually. I I have um, a manager and I have um, a couple of associates who who travel with me. (laughs) Groupies. (laughs) Um, And um, I feel like people may have heard of me. Um, I'm Galena. I'm a bard.
0: Oh, your manager must be very impressive. I actually was outside the other day and I saw that name written in the sky. You must be something.
5: Galena sort of, um, like fake blushes and just like puts her hand, puts her hand to her chest, going, "Oh please, oh please." No it's need not, for
0: false modesty here. I want the best. Clearly, you're among them. I'm willing to get you a spot whenever you need.
5: That's that sounds that sounds great. Um, I I don't know if I can perform today. I my manager needs to pull me aside for something and very soon, but. I was I was also curious, like, what do you look for in performers? I noticed the uh, the halfling that was performing earlier with his poetry, what exactly, she's trying really hard not to sound disdainful, but she says, what exactly did you see in him?
0: Oh, Rodolfo? He, uh, he has some, he hits it off with our patrons. We have him perform in the afternoon when the flow is low because it's mostly old hobgoblin folk who really like the oldies, you know? They I like see. the old poetry, and he knows it all by heart, and it's very impressive. And he really nails the performance. He looks down at Refrain, ending his set, saying, Thank you, thank you, I'll be here tomorrow, same place, same time, and waves as he walks off the stage. Victor looks at you and says, Do you want to meet him?
5: Oh, uh, no, no, thanks. It's fine. I don't want to be in any trouble.
0: Oh, are you sure? I know you've got places to be. Your, your manager must be uh, cracking the whip
5: yeah that yeah that's kind of kind of the issue now yeah i w- I was just um Glenna has some cards that she wants to play. this is um I guess sort of in out of character I- I'm saying right now, um play damn cards, yeah, she just kind of she says i I'm worried about one of my associates uh he's not been too well, so I'm trying to raise a little money to help him with some things,
0: oh. That's a noble cause. Don't have too many of those around here. He pulls out a box and takes a little powder and sniffs it into his nose.
5: I'm going to roll medicine again. Can I roll medicine again for that?
0: If you manage to get your hands on some, definitely. From sight alone, it, you won't be able to do it.
5: She, uh... uh okay, she's going to take a gamble again. She says, oh, is that is that snuff?
0: Uh, it, it's, it's my own private stash. It's really just a... It's almost nothing, you know. It's more of just a affectation I have.
5: Oh, okay. Yeah, I understand that. I, I'm, I'm known to have had that habit before. It was, it was a hard habit to break. Occasionally, I go back just a little bit. I'm bluffing, by the way. Should I roll bluff?
0: <laughs> you can tell very clearly that this is not just an affectation he is putting on, but it is also clearly not snuff.
5: Okay. Cool. Um. I just realized that bluff isn't, it, it's just charisma, right?
0: Uh, it is a bluff is deception.
5: I'm going to roll deception to cover up me saying that I have a bit of a snuff problem. Okay. And I rolled eight.
0: He does a comical, like drops his head to the table and looks up your nostrils and says, I don't believe it for a second. Those nostrils haven't seen anything but air for months.
5: Uh, she just sort of blushes and is like, oh, well, I am, I I just was trying to fit in.
0: Well, I'll tell you right now, none of my employees are allowed to take any kind of illicit drug. This is just completely off the table. There's been a problem in this town, and I'm not going to let it spread to my establishment. Do you hear me?
5: Okay, you have my word that I'm not going to do anything like that. Plus, I'm a dwarf. It's hard It's hard for me to get hands-on things strong enough to affect me.
0: Well, that makes it doubly dangerous for you. I hear that it is an epidemic amongst your people to find... Narcotics that are heavy enough for you, and the, when they are, they are often dangerous to your health. I need you to understand that we don't need that sort of business here. And you seem like a, you're a clean kind of gal. I don't want you to get into something bad just because you think we're a little on the skeezy side, you know? These walls can be deceptive.
5: Okay, she's going to roll insight to see if there's any sort of double meaning to anything he says. <laughs> she rolled a 22.
0: He is presenting a public face to you. He's clearly lying through his teeth.
5: Okay. Um, okay. She just nods and smiles. It's like, okay, I understand, sir. (laughs) You you have my word.
0: Of course, Uh, and I'm looking forward to seeing you perform tomorrow.
5: What hand did he use for the snuff, BTW?
0: He used his right hand.
5: Okay. She stands up and she holds out her hand to shake his hand. Okay. (laughs) I'm Like, okay, Uh, by any chance, did she get any of that stuff on her hand?
0: Oh, interesting. Uh, roll a sleight of hand to try to pull some residue off.
5: I, I rolled a nine.
0: You initiate an awkward, like, he goes for the fist bump, you go for the hand grab. It's just real bad. And eventually he wipes his hands before shaking hands with you and sort of gently but firmly pushing you towards the door. Says, you know, I've got a lot of things to do today, but don't forget, come here, same time tomorrow. And I expect you to do a set five o'clock. Okay.
5: Got it. Got it.
0: All right. You have a good one. Uh, Be safe.
5: She, she, she says, Oh wait, uh, is it okay if I, I bring my friend, he's not really used to this kind of establishment, but I think he needs to get out a little bit more.
0: I mean, I guess he leans over to the table and picks up a little, a little notepad and scribbles down in it and signs the bottom. Say here, here's a plus one. You can bring whoever you want and you know, your manager or whatever.
5: Okay. Cool, thanks. Uh, thank you, sir. All right. Okay, she walks out and meets up with the other folk.
0: Okay, guys. Galena, you see them in an alley nearby, right where they are throwing the food out of this establishment. There is an unpleasant buzzing as flies roam around your party. They are in a heated conversation over wh- whether they should kill Gouge or not.
5: You guys really know how to pick the scenery.
0: We argue about some weird shit I know. Stuff. <laughs>
5: She looks around the alley and she's like, is this where Sten wanted to come?
1: No, it's where Gouge wanted to come.
3: Oh, okay. Sariel tries to run down just in quick bullet points to get Galena caught up. Edercap is in the Gouge, portals under the building, craziness.
5: Uh, Galena basically tells them that um, she has an in with VV. He's definitely using some sort of drug. There is very likely a drug problem associated with the establishment, and she thinks she can probably get more information about it in the on- oncoming future. And she plays a show t- tomorrow at five.
1: Does she also miss the plus one for Connor?
5: Oh yeah. And that we got to bring Connor.
1: Giege gives her like the impressed, but frowning Brett Rambo face and nods like, Hey, that's pretty good. Gives her a thumbs up.
5: Thanks manager.
1: Well, I have an idea. What, what, what time of
0: day is it, James? It is just starting to be around dusk. The sun lies low in the
1: sky. Well, how about we just go back to the migrant songbird. Or- I mean, Sasan's there if you guys want to talk to her. He glances brief at Galena. And Connor's also there, so maybe he'll feel more comfortable if it's a casual scene and we're just chatting with him.
5: Yeah, that sounds and good. And it's
1: and it's far from the market, and I think you have a bottle that you're not going to need much longer, than that you'll need to pick up.
4: Oh, yeah, man. Uh, maybe, it, you know, ye
0: you a little faith, maybe Gouge. We can we can convert Gouge. I did buy a very nice bottle for him. Spidery this form. Disappointing. Maybe you can have a sentient spider swarm on your side. Yeah, right?
4: Or we'll find some other small insect that we enjoy the presence of. But yes, <laughs>
1: I'm going to pick up my damn bottle regardless. Does that sound good with you guys? We're going to just go get a room with the Migrant Songbird?
5: That sounds good. Sounds splendid. Has it been over a day since we last checked the, the egg spells yet?
0: No, you still have Water Walk.
5: Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then I could probably get us a discount at the Migrant Songbird uh, by playing
0: Alright, the party starts to head back towards the center of town, towards the migrant songbird. As you walk through the darkened streets, people going to and fro, various activities, some people heading towards the bars, some people heading home from jobs. Above you soars a tiny owl who hoots, above you occasionally landing on Eden's shoulder. Indeed, you will arrive at the migrant songbird in no time at all, and we will wrap for the evening.
5: Zero time.
0: Zero time.
3: Nice.
5: Instantly.
0: With that, our heroes smell something fishy at Corlon's lucky coin. And it isn't the calamari. But many questions still remain. Will Sten have more luck winning over Gouge than he did at Roulette? Will Eden get a chance to make snow angels in piles of suspicious white powder? Can Giege manage his budding starlet as well as his adventuring career? Will Sariel need to start an Edercap protection group to discourage Guiche from killing Gouge? And will Galena show Refrain what she's made of, or will she get served? Find out next time on Sometimes Heroes. Edercap is in the Gouge.
3: Portals under the building, craziness.
4: Header cap in the gooch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you okay, can and then go- the spider.
4: <laughs> <Indeed>. <laughs> anyway.